This is Cody Smith, and you're listening to the Virtuous Coach Podcast. What's going on, you guys, and welcome back to the Virtuous Fitness Podcast. I've got a pretty cool topic that we're going to jump in today, mainly... We're going to be discussing individual training versus group design and just kind of want to share some of my thoughts around that. I think that's something that kind of gets tossed around from time to time and everybody has very strong beliefs on this. You know, you've got the 100% group design group that it will will push and, and, and preach from the, the, the high heavens about how great that is. And you've got your individual design crowd and, you know, they've got their own belief patterns that go along with that as well. So I want to jump in and just kind of throw in, you know, my hat, if you will, into the ring and discuss some of my thoughts around it. We'll talk specifically about some of the benefits and then some of the negatives that go along with that. And this was actually prompted recently by a conversation that I was having with my team. And uh, yeah, I shared some of these thoughts with them. Uh, so I wanted to jump on here and share it with you guys as well. So first and foremost, as always, you guys, I need you to stop this show right now. Hit that pause button. Head on over to iTunes and give this show a five-star rating and review. Honestly, that helps us to get into the ears of more people just like you and to pay it forward and to allow them to, to get more educated and we can all kind of learn and grow together. And then the second thing I need you to do is to take a screenshot on your phone Post it on your Instagram story and then go ahead and tag me in it. I am at Coach Cody Smith. Again, I always ask you guys to do that because I love connecting with you in the messages. I love to know who we're reaching. It's always cool to see somebody share it who, you know, uh, last uh, last week I saw a show that got shared and the person actually lived in Germany. I've had people that have shared it. You know, I'm out here on the West Coast and I've seen people share it who are out on the East Coast. And it's crazy because... If you go back, you know, a year ago and listen to some of the shows, I would always kind of go and rants about how podcasting changed my life and really why I jumped into the fold of creating my own podcast. And, you know, for me to see that people are getting value from this that I've never met in person before, maybe we've had messages, maybe we've shared emails back and forth. When you guys share that, it, it always just kind of warms my heart and reminds me why I need to keep doing this show, why I need to keep showing up for people. Because if one of you out there gets value from this and is able to grow and to implement something with your clients or to implement something in your own coaching or your own training practice, then really I've done my job. So again, leave that five-star rating and review, take that screenshot, post it on your Instagram story and make sure to tag me. And then without any further ado, my friends, we're gonna go and go ahead and jump into the topic for today's show. So like I said, we're going to discuss group design training versus individual design. At my gym, I like to meet with my team weekly as as often as I can. Sometimes that doesn't always come to fruition based off of scheduling or like this this coming weekend. At the time of recording this, we've got a weightlifting in kind of a in-staff seminar that uh, my good friend Van Nguyen and I are going to do. Great Olympic weightlifting coach. Him and I have put together a pretty amazing presentation and we're going to be delivering it to our coaches. And what we're going to do with it is we're going to record it. And then we're, I'm probably going to give it out as a free giveaway or put it inside of the Virtuous Fitness Coaching course that I'm working on right now. But we're going to do this course. And uh, because we're going to jump into Olympic lifting program design, we're not going to be doing it. We didn't do our program design meeting this week. But um, inside of the program design a, a handful of weeks ago, we jumped into a pretty deep conversation about individual training versus group fitness. So at our gym, Virtuous Fitness, we... We basically have three different ways for people to participate and for people to 
you know, really get a service from us that we believe so highly in, of course. And uh, out of those three levels, number one is going to be personal training. We deliver personal training to people one-on-one. That's kind of our highest tier offer, our most premium thing that we offer to people. The step down from that that we kind of jumped into is individual design programming. So I got into individual design probably about four years ago and really dug in deep to it as I went through the OPEX certified coaching program. And God, I love the guys at OPEX. I've had tons of people on from OPEX on this show, and I, I believe so highly in the types of things that they teach. And I was so intrigued by what they want or what they kind of taught inside of their coaching program that I started offering it in the gym. And, and a lot of times we... The reason we really jumped into offering it was we would often get clients that would come and, you know, they would be a part of the gym for a good amount of time, but then their goals would change and they would kind of go off and go do things on their own or they would go jump on an online coaching program or something like that. And I, and I really sat and I realized, I was like, we can offer those things that those people need inside the gym and they don't have to leave. So once we started offering that, it became like this step down offer that we could give to people as their goals changed and the group, you know, the group fitness wasn't giving them what they wanted. And then from there, we have our group fitness. Group fitness is by far the thing that we sell the most of. It's the thing that most people come to Virtuous for. But we also had these other offers for people that are looking for a little bit more or, or maybe have more specific goals. And again, you'll see why those things matter as we kind of go through, you know, some of the pros and cons of this. But like I said, what I was sharing with my team is that I believe that group design is great for many people, right? Group design, hands down, is going to be able to deliver a person to a very good level of strength, very good level of ability and capacity to do work, and it's going to give them a very good bill of health. Um, and, and the thing to remember about that is that that's, that's what most people want who go into any sort of gym setting. Very few people have specific goals. Very few people have things that can't be accomplished in a group fitness model. That's my belief. You, you know, you may be listening to this and you're an individual design coach and could wholeheartedly disagree with me, but it's a belief pattern that I've seen in my 10 years, or it's a belief pattern that I've developed in the 10 plus years of coaching that I've had. And um, I, I know that with that being said, that let's say we, you know, we put 10 people in a room, eight of those people are going to be getting exactly what they want, right? 80% of people are going to be served well inside of a group fitness model if the programming is sticking to scientific principle and the coaches are, you know, re really, really on fire. And I believe that the coaches at Virtuous are. So um, again, at best, I think group design is going to serve 80% of people, but you do have that small subset of people that have other distinct and uh, different goals, right? And, and again, you'll see as I go through pros and pros and cons who those people may be. So um, I came primarily uh, through my fitness journey, I actually started in a group fitness design and I spent several years there and eventually I went on to start doing my own programming and, and, and then getting coached along the way. But I, again, I'm a believer in group design. I've seen what it can do for people. I've seen how it can transform and change lives. And I fully believe in it, no matter what the individual design crowd says about it. Now, that doesn't go with saying that I don't believe that individual design has its place. Okay, so let's jump into some of the pros and cons that I see inside of both of these. And again, if you've, if you've got some other thoughts around this, as always, guys, you can always reach out to me. You can shoot me directly on Instagram. You can shoot me a direct message. You can hit me with the email. My uh, email address is in the show notes of this show. So by all means, reach out if you've got other thoughts around it or maybe some other beliefs, or maybe I forgot one, right? I, ultimately, I sit down and 
I kind of brainstorm on some of these things that I want to talk about here and, you know, conversations that I've had with my teams and my coaches, and I just kind of document it as I go. So again, I'd love to connect with you. You can message me with anything that you may have. So let's jump into group design first. Let's talk specifically about the benefits. So first and foremost, a benefit of group design that is undisputed is going to be the community aspect. We have spent 10 years at Virtuous just developing a culture and a community. I mean, how many places can you go in and work out and you, you can't even get in the front door without getting greeted, without getting welcomed, with a smiling face, with excitement, with energy, with happiness? That starts that literally from the minute you walk in, you can feel the art community just kind of tugging at you a little bit, right? So uh, the community aspect of the group design piece is huge because a lot of times you're coming in at a certain time to work out. You've got another, you know, a group of people there. They are, you know, kind of pulling at you and, and encouraging you and bringing you in and telling you, can do telling you that you can do things that maybe you didn't believe that you could. Hands down, that is going to be the best, you know, one of the probably the, the, the best benefit of group design, um, which that's going to lead to more motivation, right? You've got more workout partners in there. You've got other people struggling the same way that you are. You can't get that in an individual design program because everybody's going to be doing their own thing, right? Maybe you go to a gym and you do it on your own. You've got this person doing bench press. Maybe you're hitting a conditioning piece. You've got this person on the assault bike ripping off calories. Maybe all of you are working out at the same time, but you're not together, you're together, but you're not together. Hopefully you understand what I mean by that. So the community aspect, the, the ability to draw motivation from that and have workout partners is just fantastic, okay? Next benefit is with, with the community in mind, you've got more accountability, right? You've got more people that are wondering why you're not there if you miss days. Maybe you go to the same workout session every single day of every week. When you don't show up, you best believe that those people are looking for you. I've seen it time and time again in Virtuous. We've got, as an example, we have an amazing group of people that work out at 630. They've got their own Facebook thread and, and you know, they look out for each other. They hang out on the weekends. And, and it's funny because if one of them misses the gym, they're sending pictures to each other. They're ragging on each other. They're sending each other voice memos and videos. And they're, they're, they're providing each other with the accountability to do the things that they said they were going to do. And they know each other on a deep level. And I've seen that across every single class where people kind of show up consistently to that. You start to really get this deep sense of accountability from the people that you work out with. And, and again, that's just one thing that you're going to get from the group that you may not experience on the same level in an individual training atmosphere. The next thing, in a group fitness model, you're probably going to get more variety of workouts. I know that what we do with our virtuous group design is that we typically will have a progression in a, in a couple of different things. And, and I've kind of talked a little bit on the show, I believe, about what I call the, uh, the science to fun continuum, right? If, if on one side of a sliding scale you had fun and then the other side you had science, I feel the more you go to science, the less fun it is, right? And you'll see as I kind of talk about some of the individual design stuff. But again, as you slide to more uh, science-based stuff, a lot of times some of the fun, I mean, let's be honest, guys, everybody loves a nice, hard, sweaty workout. And you can't exactly get that all the time if your goal is 100% 
results focused in the fastest way possible. And I'm sorry, if you want to just have a bunch of fun, you're probably not going to get your results as fast. So the, the science to fun continuum is something I always talk about with my coaches is that we say we're going to provide a result and we have to, but we don't want to get so focused on the, the result that our clients don't want to come and do it because it's not as hard or not as fun. And, uh, you know, getting fired up for something like that isn't always easy. So uh, with that in mind, um, when you're when you're when you're coming to the the, the group workout, you're going to get a variety of training that you may not experience in an individual design program. Okay, the next thing is that it gets easier for a group fitness person to 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 have to think less about going to the gym because there's more structure. You know, there's a certain time that you got to work out. You know when the warm up's going to start. You often know what the workout's going to be that day. You just got to show up at this specific time on this specific day with this specific coach. It's a very easily easy structured thing to stick to. So when it, when we talk about a group design fitness model, that is often something that is very attractive to people. Is that there, there's 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 not a lot of variety there. You just simply got to show up at a certain time to to be there and to be present and. Um, I, I think that goes without saying, and, and sorry guys, I hit a button on my mixer here, so if I played some kind of weird sound, I didn't exactly hear it, but um, if it did show up, I hope you're just laughing because I hit a button. I'm just getting so excited about talking, but like I said, um, the structure of a group fitness model is something that cannot be matched. Now, could you, you know, maybe you're saying, well, my coach tells me to work out at a certain time, and this is the time that I go in, and blah, 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 but... I will tell you that is not the same as I work out at four o'clock Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, right? And you know that there's going to be other people there. You know the music's going to be bumping. You know that people are going to be waiting for you to get there. With all these things stacked, those are just amazing benefits to group training. Now, we've talked about some of the positives, right? We've talked about the community. We've talked about the workouts being more fun, more training partners, more structure, easier to get more motivation, more variety, but there are some negatives attached to group fitness. And this is something that the individual training crowd tends to jump all over, right? Again, negative, number one, it's less individual, right? When something is less individual, you could possibly get results a little slower, right? You, maybe you've got specific weaknesses. Maybe you've got specific things that you need to work on or a specific goal, right? Again, if I go back to my 80% comment, 80% of people in a group fitness model get exactly what they want. That's because most people just want to live long and prosper, lean, lean down a little bit, gain a little bit of muscle. Inside of a group fitness model, most people are going to be able to get that. But when we start to get more specific in goals or more specific in weaknesses, you're probably not going to be having those things tailored to you in a group fitness design. And there's nothing wrong with that. Most people, as I said, don't have a specific goal, right? Not everybody comes to us and wants to hike a 15-mile uphill ruck hike where they got to do a specific event at the bottom and then come back down carrying somebody, right? <laughs> I completely made all that up, but you can see how that's a very specific thing. And maybe doing a group fitness workout is not going to prepare you for that in the best way possible. Like if you're trying to get ready for an ultra marathon, you're going to run 30 miles in, the, in, in, you know, in the woods somewhere. A group fitness model is probably not going to serve you as well as if you were doing something that was specific to that. So, the, neg the first negative of a group design is it is less individual. The second one, you could miss the intention of workouts, 
right? A lot of times when you're in the group fitness model and you're working out with your friends and the music's going and the coach is working with another person, you may completely miss, you know, the, especially if we're talking about conditioning workouts. I just made a video today talking about how inside of a workout, I was thinking about how long I wanted each round to be. A lot of group fitness, uh, you know, models or gyms don't offer this very deep, you know, very deep in-depth talk about how the intention of the workout was set up and what you should expect. We do it at Virtuous, but not a lot of people do that. And again, I don't know where you're coming to this from. Maybe you're a member, maybe you're a coach, maybe you're a person that, uh, maybe you're, you're an athlete and you have a coach. When you jump into a group fitness model or a group fitness workout, sometimes the intention of the workout can be completely missed and you can kind of get caught up in just the excitement of the atmosphere. This is both good and bad. Again, I don't want to say this is bad. Not, you know, if we, if we go back to the science to fun continuum, when things are 100% science and they're always intentional, sometimes they're less fun. But if we're, if we're keeping in mind what an individual program is meant to do, then it makes more sense, right? You, you're, you could possibly miss the intention of a workout when you're in a group fitness because a lot of times it may not be tailored specific to you. Maybe your coach doesn't talk to you about what the intention does or what the intention is the same way an individual design program may be, okay? Now, the last negative and, and one that we have a bunch of conversation around at Virtuous and, and one that I try to always talk to my coaches about to, of sharing with people is just overtraining potential. When you're in a group fitness class and you're working out and you're sharing the time of your coach with 15 to 20 people, no matter how good the coach is, again, the coach may see you know, 15 at this time, 20 at another time, 15 at another time, they've seen 30 to 60 people in a single day, they're not going to remember all of a person's ailments, aches and pains or issues, how many times they've trained this week. They're not going to know about your lifestyle and your sleep patterns and your nutrition that day. With all those things not being accounted for in a group fitness design, you could possibly overtrain. Now, you may be saying, Cody, there's no such thing as overtraining. Well, I'm here to tell you that there may not be a such thing as overtraining, although there are some studies that support overtraining syndrome. But I will tell you that if it's not overtraining, it is definitely under recovery, meaning if you're in a group fitness model and your coach is not monitoring Monitor, monitor, I can't say that word today, guys. I apologize. Monitoring your recovery patterns, your sleep, your nutrition, your water intake, your vegetable intake, your lifestyle, your stress management. If these things are not being managed and you're training really hard five days a week, you could possibly overtrain having those things unchecked. Okay, so that is probably one of the biggest negatives to a group fitness design. But if you're a person that is very intuitive or uh, you're, you're very aware of the types of things that you are doing in your coaching or doing in your training and stuff like that, you probably can monitor it yourself, but it, it helps a lot more. And as a person that has been training for a long period of time, I enjoy having a coach that just kind of checks me in a lot of those different places. Okay. So those are some of the negatives that I see in the group design and some of the positives as we discussed earlier. Okay. So <clears throat> let's move into the individual design benefits and negatives. Now, let me let me start before we jump into this with the disclaimer that I am probably I'm probably 50/50 on what I believe in group versus individual. I believe I believe it kind of 50/50 in the sense that I think group 
and individual design should and could coexist and, and work well if you have a, a, you know, a systematic approach to how you deliver it in your gym or in your coaching practice. But I also believe that 50% of people are going to do just fine in group design and then 50% of people are going to do just fine in individual. And I think they can coexist. I don't think there's one or the other. I think there's one and the other. Right. And, and I've got some clients in, in my coaching practice who I see in person that I may blend the two together to where they can get some of the benefits of the group fitness design, but they don't experience as many as the negatives because I'm doing a lot of the positive stuff like we're going to talk about in their individual design program. And because I know what each is doing each week, it's kind of easy for me to blend them together. But I don't want to go into going into these positives and you guys develop this thought that I'm saying the individual is better than group. I think they're equal and I think they both serve different purposes for different people. Okay, so some of the benefits of individual design training program. Number one, your results are probably going to come a little bit faster. Okay, and that's because it's a very, it's the difference between being a snipe, like shooting a sniper rifle at something versus shooting a shotgun. Shooting a shotgun, I'm, I'm kind of praying and spraying and hoping I hit something. Whereas like a sniper, I'm, I'm going exactly at the goal that I have. If my fat loss, if my goal is fat loss, then I'm going right at fat loss. Everything from my nutrition to my stress management to my training regimen, all of that stuff is going towards fat loss. If I want to gain muscle, well, then all of my training would go to that as well, right? I would, again, stress management, sleep patterns, making sure I'm eating enough, and I am working inside of a program that would elicit the most hypertrophy possible. So results could come possibly faster when you are doing an individual design training program. Next one, individual training is going to allow you to have more flexibility in your schedule. Now, what I mean by that is that if we kind of circle back to the structure kind of conversation that we were having with the group design, when we're in a group design, we come at this time on this day with this coach. When we follow our own individual training program, maybe we worked night shift one day and we want to come to work out at a different time. And maybe one of the class sessions didn't fit our time. Well, depending on what kind of setup, I know at Virtuous, you can pretty much come at any time from morning to night to work out as long as we've got classes going on and the gym is open. I mean, we run our gym from about 9 a.m. You know, we've got our morning sessions and then we take a break. And then from 9 a.m. to about 6.30, 7 p.m., Monday through Friday, you can really come and do your own training program and you're not tied to a specific specific class. You can come in basically whenever it fits your schedule the best. So I just have this belief that when you find when you follow an individual training schedule, you can come really at any time that benefits you and you could do it on your own. If you're a person listening to this, you follow your own training program, you go to you know, some sort of globo gym or some sort of open gym setup where you're just using the equipment in the gym and you don't have like in-person coaching then you may have noticed that this works perfectly with your schedule because maybe one day it makes sense to go in the morning and it's like randomly 8.37 and you want to show up. Maybe you have another day where it makes sense to go at 5.40 in the evening and it's not like a specific class time or whatever it may be. Like you understand what I'm saying is you can go at a time that fits best with your schedule, okay? The next one, benefit. If we kind of circle back to results come faster, an individual training design is going to be more goal specific. That means everything that you have going on from your mindset to your lifestyle, to your nutrition, to your specific weaknesses, to your specific limitations, your injuries, whatever it may be, every single thing in your program is 100% 
tailored to you. I, I love to meet with both my online clients and my in-person clients at a, at, at, a, at a max every six weeks, at a minimum every four weeks. And that's because I know sometimes goals can change. When we reevaluate every you know couple of weeks, it allows us to make sure that we are 100% sniper-like on your goal. That is something that a group fitness model cannot provide. It is not going to be set up for your goals, which could change from week to week. And uh, I guess a negative of group design that I kind of left out is that your coach doesn't know your goals specifically the same way an individual design training program would be. Uh, if you if you work with a really you know a coach that is on their game, they're very professional. You've heard me talk about professional versus amateur coaches before. If you're working with a professional coach, maybe one at Virtuous Fitness, and if you don't, you should, make sure to hit us in the show notes or sign up for coaching. The, the, the link to sign up is inside the show notes of this. If you are a person that is working with a coach that is on their game, again, like a coach at Virtuous, they're going to know exactly what your goals are, and they're going to give you opportunities to tell them what's going on. With that being said, when a program is more goal-specific, you, again, are going to get results faster. So an individual training design is going to be more personalized, and it's going to, again, help you to get results just a little bit faster. Now, the next piece, the next benefit. Individual design training programs often think both short-term and long-term. Right, Because you work so closely with your coach or you work so closely with a person that is making your workouts for you, they're not just thinking about what is going to happen tomorrow. A good coach, again, is going to be thinking about what's happening 4, 6, 8, 12, 16 weeks later, sometimes a year out. They're thinking about the long-term success and your short-term success. So how can I help you? Can I, how can I help you to do really well today? And then how can I help you to do really well across the next weeks, months, and even years in some cases? So uh, the short-term, long-term benefits of having individual training design are going to be huge. Okay. The next thing, an individual training design is going to help you better track progress and again, really be sniper-like on your specific weaknesses, right? So when you work hand-in-hand with a coach the way that you do in an individual design training model, from week to week, you can see how you're progressing or not progressing. And again, you lose some of that in group design because you don't have somebody looking specifically at your workout in most cases and to know if you were able to make the five-pound increase from week to week or do more pull-ups or increase your... 5k row by 10, you know, by two minutes or not. When those things are left unchecked, sometimes it's, it's, it's harder to really gauge if you're making progress. And that really drives back to motivation and will to do things. And whether you're going to, you know, stay disciplined to keep showing up for your program, um, inside of group training, whereas like individual week to week, we can tell week to week, month to month, day to day, even in some cases, we can tell if you're progressing and then maybe you do a workout and you tweak your hip, or maybe you do a workout and it leaves you really sore the next day. With that, we can specifically work away from some of that weakness you have day to day and better plan the next training session. Okay, so better to track progress and pinpoint weaknesses is, a, is an added benefit of individual design. Now, we've talked about all the goods. And again, I, I, I threw my disclaimer out before I jumped into that because I didn't want you to think that I'm simply saying that one is better than the other. Again, I think they both <clears throat> can coexist. However, there, there are definitely a ton of benefits in individual design. But there is also <clears throat> some negatives that are accompanying this. Number one, I think for a lot of people, individual design training programs are just a little bit more boring. 
Okay, so again, the, the fun to science continuum. Good coaches are going to spend a lot more time on the science aspect when it comes to individual training design because we want, again, to get you results faster. Okay, so with that being said, sometimes it's more boring, right? You don't have that fun music blasting unless you've got headphones on. And we, unfortunately, we got to rule it virtuous that you have to be a part of the community if you're going to be a part of the community, which means you can't throw headphones on, headphones on and work out. You got to participate. So a lot of times that means that music's not bumping. You can't, you know, get in the zone, if you will, and you, you know, got to uh, be, be present. And a lot of times that's just not as fun. All right, and, and when things are a little bit more boring, it could be harder to show up and to go to the gym when, when you're, you're just not as excited to go. Now, again, I, I realize there's some, some uh, you know, mental, just insane people out there that are just motivated nonstop, and I commend you and I tip my hat to you, but I'll tell you that most people don't have that sort of drive all the time, okay? Next one. I think that another negative is that for a person to really have a high level of success on an individual design training program, they have to be much more personally driven, meaning that because you know you're not showing up and there's going to be a coach waiting for you, because you know you're going to be showing up and you're probably going to be by yourself, or you know you're going to show up and you're, you're, you're going to be more alone, it really forces you to be more driven, right? You've got to find that motivation to do things more yourself and to show up consistently. Now, granted, your coach can kind of check in on you and make sure you're doing your thing and, and you know, be in your ear and be in your messages and, and stuff like that. But you're, you are going to be more self-paced. And for some people, that's kind of hard. I've found that the people that have the most success with remote coaching or individual design training programs are people that are very driven on their own. And they, they take these touch points that they get that are, you know, individualized from their coach and they go with them, but they're not going to be the type of person that uh, needs their hands held the entire time, if you will. So, the, the personally driven component is something that um, I, it, it's, it could be a positive, but I also think that it's a negative because a lot of people do struggle with that, okay? The next thing and the last one, uh, this is good and bad, good for the professional coach and the one that wants to make a living, but it's bad in a lot of cases because it's more money, right? An individual design training program is often going to be a little more expensive. Now, I, I say that's a negative just purely because I know that most people who get a service or who want some sort of coaching want to do it for the cheapest possible, but you got to keep in mind, if we kind of review uh, a lot of the benefits that go with individual design training program, there's a lot that goes into it. You have to manage nutrition. You have to be good at managing a person's stress. You have to coach them on uh, some of the psychological side, on the psychological side of fitness. And um, you, you have to be on your game and you have to be able to deliver a, a service that is going to push results and is going to drive the person. Now, with all those things, it takes a lot to be good at that. Because it takes a lot to be good on that, you're getting more touch points from your coach, you're getting things that are, you know, for me, it takes me anywhere from uh, 20 to 40 minutes, depending if I'm doing a new build or not, 20 to 40 minutes of programming every week, not counting messages, not counting emails, not counting research that I'm doing daily, not counting courses and stuff like that. And because all of that goes into the end product of an individual design training program, you're, you're typically typically going to pay 50 to to $100 more for that. Now, if you have that means and you are that person that is personally driven, you want to get goal, you want to get your goals as fast as possible and you, you, you really want to get after it, then an individual design training program is going to be good for you and 
Um, just know you got to come to the table with a little bit more cash on the front end so that you can get your goals a little bit faster. Now, I can make the argument that maybe you do an individual design training program, you get the highest level of fitness possible, you get your goal in half that amount of time. Let's say you have a, a goal that you want to do something in six months. Now, you could get that thing exactly in six months in an individual design training program. But and a lot of times in a group design, maybe you don't get it at all, or maybe you get it in twice the amount of time. So for some people who don't have a specific deadline or a very specific goal, that's fine, and it works for them. But uh, again, with the individual design training program, you're going to shell out a lot more, and it's going to be a little bit more that goes into it. So you guys, that is just some of my beliefs that I have around individual design training versus group. Again, I think they're both, they both can coexist. There's definitely positives and negatives for both of these. And um, I'm aware that they're, gosh, individual versus group is almost like politics for some people. And um, for the coaches out there listening to this, if you, uh, or if you're a gym owner, if you're a gym owner, I think it goes without saying that you can implement both the right way. We at Virtuous, we build out an amazing, it's actually things that I teach my mentor clients is that when they want to add individual design training to their, what they do with their gyms or their coaching practice, uh, I really, I share the systems and how we rolled it out. For us, we offer it, but we, we know that group is going to be where most people land. And if you, if your systems are set up right, if your compensation things are set up right for your coaches to get compensated in a way that makes sense and your deliverables to your clients are good and you're able to, to do both at the same time, I think it's an amazing model and it allows a much more wide variety of people to play and to experience your service. So Again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Please, if this helped you in any way, I'd love to know about it. Shoot me a message or even email me with the show. If you're a person that is looking for a coach to coach you remotely or online, or maybe you're local to the Silverdale, Washington area, we would love to have you and we would love to meet you. Again, you can sign up for coaching or for our uh, free trial if you're in person that we offer at Virtuous. So again, thank you so much for joining me on the show today and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and tuning into the Virtuous Coach Podcast. I release episodes every single week. Make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any. You can learn more about me by following me over at Instagram and Facebook at Coach Cody Smith. Lastly, and before you go, I would love your help. Please head on over to iTunes and leave the show a five-star rating and review. This is how we grow the show and continue to bring impactful information to you. Thanks again for tuning in. And we will see you on the next episode.